This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gunas all back again with you guys for another episode of what is our preview show. Looking ahead to the next Arsenal fixture, in this case, it's a massive, massive game at Anfield on Sunday. Arsenal facing Liverpool, aiming to win their first game in the league at this ground for more than 10 years. The last time, of course, we did that was back in 2012 with Santi Gazzola and Lucas Podolski getting on the score sheet that day with a massive performance from Abu Dhabi. And I think we're going to need some massive performances for our boys this Sunday to get the job done. We're going to be discussing that game, talking about team news, injuries, predictions, and of course, our lineups that we'd like to see take to the field on Sunday. And to do that, as always, for our preview shows, I'm joined by our fantastic guests from our Discord server. First of all, joining us, it's Kian. How are you doing, Kian? You good, Joel? I'm good. All good now. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad. It was, uh, it was a pleasure to meet you for the first time in Leicester, not so long ago. Yeah, awesome. yeah, it was good really luck. good. I and a very, very bad Leicester performance. <laughs> yeah, I was gutted I could not go to that game. I literally walked in. And I just see a sea of Arsenal fans coming towards me singing. And I was like, oh, let me go, let me go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was was a good day. It weren't exactly the best game in the world, to be honest. I think Leicester recorded the lowest Premier League XG in recorded history. 0.01 on the day. One shot from outside the box. Drewsbury Hall with that. But that that was it. Um, And Arsenal managed to come out 1-0 winners, but should have been winning by a lot more. Um, How fitting was it that it was my boy Martinelli to do it too? Indeed, it was. He yeah. was having an absolutely brilliant season. Uh, also joining us for our preview show, it's Joe. How are you doing, Joe? Hey, guys. It's been a while. Thanks for having me back on. I always appreciate when somebody, because obviously these these shows are also for audio, is when I say hello and they wave at the camera. And <laughs> <laughs> for those listening on audio, that's what Joe did. That's why there was a pause before he said hello. <laughs> it's just courtesy and manners. It's been beating into me. Oh. Sorry about and that. Uh, sporting the TGT merch, mate, looking fantastic. Why the grey? Why did you choose the grey one? Because it suits the beautiful jersey, mm. more so than the gold. And with a complexion like mine, gold just doesn't suit. 
So, <laughs> play to your strengths. Silver, black, white. Perfect. Lovely stuff. Of course, those of you that would like to also join Joe uh, and plenty others in our, our merch, we'll have to wait a, a week or so uh, when we've got our embroidery machines up and working again. Uh, it's just an issue on that end. And then hopefully we'll be back up and running with, uh, when I go to the US, a exclusive design that will be initially available for those that will be meeting us in Chicago. I will open it up to the wider audience as well, of course, uh, once uh, we've seen those people get the opportunity to get them first. But uh, looking forward to getting out there. But um, yes, let's Let's talk about Liverpool. Kian, on a scale of one to I'm bricking it, where are you with this game? Yeah, bricking it. Not going to lie. It's just a case of, like, no matter what form it is, no matter where they are, like, let's be honest, half four, Sunday, Anfield, you can't hold it against them. Even though their midfield is in disarray, they're awful in midfield. You kind of can't go past the likes of Salah, you can't go past, like what is it, it's been 10 games since, or sorry, 10 months since Jota scored and I still feel like he's going to score Um, it's just one of those things and as well, Firmino it's been so long since like he scored and he's also leaving them soon, it's going to be his last game against Arsenal and the amount of times he scored against us, it's fitting, so yeah I hope Arteta's in the training ground right now playing You'll Never Walk Alone again um, to try and it didn't it. work too well last time, to be fair. No, but it didn't. But to be fair, it's a different team now, and that's why I, I'm not completely breaking it. But at the same time, it is Anfield, we have to go in there ready to go for it. Absolutely, Joe. Are you in the same kind of boat, or are you looking at this Liverpool team and thinking, you know, they're still very much capable of humbling any pretenders that turn up? We haven't done it, as you said, in 10 years. Let's not pretend this is going to be a walk in the park. A bad Liverpool is still Liverpool at Anfield. They may lose every other game of the season, and yet somehow they will turn up for us and catch us with our trousers down every time. Um, I have actually up in front of me, I have the statistics for the last seven times we've played them. And it's one... We've got two results, which were the nil-all draws, and every other time we've just been beaten. I think I'm not optimistic. I know we should be. I know they're at the weakest point they've been in years, and their midfield is basically hanging together on the wing in a prayer, but they're still going to turn up against us. You just know it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, it's going to be tough. It's it, no matter what you think about this Arsenal team, and as you say, it's Anfield and it's Liverpool, and they are going to pose a threat to us. What is interesting, Kieran, at the moment is that there's a lot of kind of it's it's a lot up in the air about what Liverpool's team might look like. Uh, Salah did not train today. Uh, Jota did not train today. Um, Joe Gomez didn't train today. I'm unsure about Van Dijk. I think he might have been involved. Um, and of course, Luis Diaz and Thiago have returned to training and whether or not they'll be involved is obviously another question. Do you think that makes things harder or do you think obviously a lot of question marks around their squad actually creates maybe a bit of an advantage because we are sure about what we're going to do with what our team is going to be, but maybe they're not so much. But the thing is, at the end of the day, Tom, you kind of need to look at it like you, until the team's out, you can't take any news on who's out, who's in because Pep's a genius at that for God knows how long. Um and with Klopp resting these players um, against Chelsea, it's kind of a case where you got to think, is he resting them for us to make a big upset? Um, 
because they do need to fight for Champions League as well. Um, if Salah's out, it shouldn't be by a lot because the way I look at it, if you're on the bench, you do you're fit enough to play. Um, so I I think he'd be okay. The likes of Diaz come back is a scary, but then again, it's been a long injury. Um, Tiago as well to try and get that midfield back into some bit of form. Um, and he can do anything with a bit of space. So we do need to smother him if, if he is playing. Um, but again, it comes, it's the same with Arsenal. What's the story with Saliba? What's his holding going to be playing? It's, it's all these things that we need to think about as well. But we can't be worried until the team sheets out and we can go from there really. Yeah, I think that the way in which we approach this game, Joe, is going to be different to the home game because in that game, Tomiyasu was available to us and we used him in that left-back role to really nullify the effects of of Salah and Nunez because Liverpool came with a front four, which was a bit of a strange uh, proposition for us. And uh, and obviously it it earned them a couple of goals um, from open play, of course, and we had to really kind of use the opportunities given to us on the day to to come back at them. Do you think that with Zinchenko, as we would assume him to be in the team, and I know that all three of us, spoiler alert, have put him in our team over Kieran Tierney, or some suggested, you know, maybe we should go with Tierney because he offers a bit more defensive security. How do you think having Zinchenko might change things for us on a defensive side of things compared to the first game? I think we're going to... As silly as it sounds, we are going to have a lot more control at the back with regards to how we push forward. So Ramsdale out to Zinchenko, and then we will go much more on the attack. You asked how we were going to look for more, more defensively. I spent all day working out how would we possibly get a back five for just this one game with Tierney and then obviously with Tommy Asu being out. It couldn't work, so we all went for the same ones. I think because Sinchenko pushes so much into the midfield, which causes Gabriel to have to move out further to cover from, I think we are going to we are going to be a little more open than we're used to. I said they are at home. You've both alluded to the fact that, that Thiago's back, Jota's back. We don't know the story about Salah. They're not going to want to lose at home, especially at Anfield. So I'm hoping Zinchenko has a more reserved game than he normally would. I love his control in the middle of the field. I love how he pushes forward on those darting, quiet little runs that no one seems to pick him up on. But this is one game where I think hesitation is better than all out attack. So I'd like him to be much more in a traditional form. I haven't gone with Tierney because Tierney hasn't been in the side that much. And this is one game where everything needs, to, every beat needs to be perfect. I don't want to play with Rust unnecessarily coming into the side because while he may offer great defensively, more sound than Zinchenko. If he takes 15, 20 minutes to get into the rhythm of the game, we could already be down. And in that case, we have all of Anfield coming down on us and we're on the back foot already. So it's a case of Zinchenko adjusting his game. You're that that stadium's been so damaging for us, isn't it? You know, Anfield, we think about last season, Alteta and, and Klopp going at it. And in the, after that moment, it felt like we crumbled after they had that little spout on the side of the field, it was like we lost our composure and, you know, we were making mistakes. That game against Liverpool, we lost that game because of individual errors. And 
Kian, there's an argument that you look back to the City game. We lost the City game this season because of individual errors. In the most high-pressure moment of our season, Gabriel made a mistake, Tommy Asu made a mistake, and we find ourselves losing. Do you feel as though that's still potentially... Obviously, it sounds like an obvious question. Is it still potentially there? Yes, and error is. But you feeling as though the likelihood of those errors remain as high as they were as we saw in the City game? Or do you think maybe we've learned from that? The thing is, it's it's easy to say it's still there, but because they're still young. But at the end, but at the end of the day, it's a different Arsenal. Like so many times, we've said, "Oh, we've got Mustafi, or we've got David Luiz," and it's it's always happened. Whereas now, I don't know what it is. It's something to do with this year, be it the leadership, everyone's being a leader, like Zinchenko, Odegaard, Jaka. They're all there, um, pushing, and they do know what it's like to win now. Um, obviously they haven't been in the situation where they're going for a title, but they've won, or we've only lost what three games max. Mm. So yeah. that's that's kind of a thing they're used to winning now. Um, again, Anfield's a different beast. Um, but the the mistakes that Tommy Asu made, as Arteta said, he's never ever played that pass in his life. So, so some stuff is going to happen. There is a mistake in Gabriel even though he is one of the best centre-backs in the league this season, there is always going to be something there. But we just need to see if our attackers are going to bail him out if it does happen. Um, holding as well. Like, Saliba's had the season of his life as well. Well, he was young player of the year last year in France. But it's it's a different league completely. But you got to think, like, they're, they're still young. It's Anfield. We can't predict it. We can't predict it at all. It's got to be a case of let's hope for the best. Uh, I answered, I think, the positive thing is Mikel Arteta had one week to, uh, to prepare and seen how Man United lost that game. Do you think, Joe, that there is this element of with the fact that Chelsea and Liverpool played Tuesday? How much of an effect do you think that has on this? I mean, Tuesday to Sunday is still a relatively sizable gap of days. It's, you know, it's not like a Thursday-Sunday situation. How much do you think it will play a part? It's five days and they're professional athletes to train every day. I don't, I think it's been made a much greater idea than it actually is. Mm. It really is one more day or two more days going to make a significant difference, especially when we all watched the Chelsea game. That was a mediocre strength Liverpool team against it. It was a dreadful game. And if anyone had to pay for that, get a refund because it was awful. But um, I don't think the break is going to make a massive amount of difference. And as Keane alluded to, what's beaten us at Liverpool and at Anfield the last couple of years is both mistakes in our point and just bad chance and luck. You can't mitigate for a bad bounce of the ball. You can't mitigate for the ref having a howler or deciding to leave his glasses at home. Klopp saying something to Arteta, Arteta taking something the wrong way, the fans of the crowd getting into it. This is a game where we're going to have to just stay full-blown concentration the whole 90 minutes because tiny little errors are going to be pounced upon. And Liverpool may not be that good on Sunday, but they will take full advantage of any scraps we give them. So we have to try and just full 100% effort and preparation for this one game. I, I know it's they're not the team they were, but as you've said all week and as others have said, one bad result here could really knock us 
for the rest of the season. Like a, a loss doesn't kill us mathematically, but it could ruin our preparation, especially then with City around the corner. So yeah. this is this is a trap game, I think, as Elliot was banging on about on the Arsenal vision for a couple of days. <laughs> this is more so. Yeah, it does feel like a bit of a trap game. Um, it's amazing how nervous we can be about a team 29 points below us in the table. Um, and that comes down to Liverpool's home record. Uh, they've only lost, I think, three games. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, at home this season um, which obviously you look at Liverpool and go wow three games is actually quite a lot for them but you know even in the context of this season that they're having three games is is, is not a lot for this season's Liverpool so the, the main thing for them has been losing games away from home so we look at the opportunity the, the, the plus side is our away record is very good and you know I think we've only lost one away game all season and that was the Manchester United game and we've been very good nine of our 12 clean sheets have come away from home as well so that is a really strong foundation to build from. And if we've gone off things like records, we managed to beat the, the, the Tottenham away record this season. Um, the Brighton away record, you know, our record there's not been good. The Palace away record's not been good. And yet we're winning those games. This has been a season in which Arsenal have been able to overcome the omens of bad and past seasons. So hopefully this is going to be another one. Let's go to the lineups then. Um, Kim, we'll start with you. Uh, talk us through your 11 and explain your reasons why and your star player. Yeah, um, just one thing there I saw in the comments, KW3 Stone. It's just, I'm not dissing Gabriel. Um, if anyone saw me in the Discord, he's actually one of my favourite players. So it's not me dissing him. Um, I just think there is a mistake in him. Um, but when it comes to my team here, I just, as as I say so many times when I'm on this, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, we've, what, seven games on the track? Um, so why would we change it? Obviously, we had I changed Saliba for holding in a sense because of his back injury. Um, but when it comes to Saliba being fit, I still wouldn't risk it for a Liverpool game in Anfield. Holding's played the last two games; he's match fit, so keep him there. Um, Jacques and Perte is an Odegaard. They're up there with the best midfield in the league at the moment, um, and coming across the likes of Harvey Elliott, um, Fabinho. And if it's Thiago or Henderson, I'd, I'd fancy us to control that midfield. Um, but the only thing is, again, as I said, if it was half 12 on a Saturday, I'd say, yes, we have the game won. But because it's half four on a Sunday, that's where they beat Man United 7 Um So we can't really look too much into it. Um, the reason for my player of the match, um, or star of the match, Odegaard, I think 
with the type of game that it is, we need a captain's performance. Um, and when it comes to the likes of getting in behind, the likes of Van Dyke, Kanate, um, as well as Trent and Robertson are going to push forward, we do need those balls through to Martinelli, Saka, Jesus to link the play. Um, and I think he's going to be a vital player in this in this game anyway, as well as the whole back line to try and keep the guys quiet when it does go in behind, because we will have most of the ball possession, I think. Odegaard star player, why do you think he's going to shine in this one? Because, I mean, there is a reputation, some would suggest, that he can go missing in big games. Yeah, he can go missing, but at the same time, like, this is a new 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 Arsenal. Um, this is an Odegaard that is being believed in. Um, and fair enough, you say that he goes missing in, say, the Europa oh, League I'm saying games. some people suggest. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I guess some people are saying that. But, it, like... People say that, and Bruno Fernandes is still one of their favorite players. Let's be honest; that that guy is captain <laughs> of Man United, throwing his pram or throwing his ties out of the pram. And Odegaard's completely different. He's a type of player that he might not get an assist in a big game, but he links play to then go for somebody else to get an assist. Um, and I think for me personally, he is player of the season in the Premier League this season so far. And I do think that he is the perfect captain for Arsenal. And I think that with it going to Anfield, Liverpool wanted him. It's written in the stairs for him to be man of the match for this uh, game, I think. It would be some schadenfreunde to enjoy, I'm sure. Joe, you've gone with the same 11, different star player. Yes, people, I know it's an old photo, but it's a great photo. And that's why I've, I've used it. Talk us through it, mate. <laughs> Why wouldn't you go for Rob Holding in a match like this? <laughs> Cast your mind back to the League Cup first leg semi-final when Granite got sent off. Who came on and kept us in that game? I know the League Cup doesn't make a whole lot of difference, but who kept us in that entire game when we were 10 against 11 at Liverpool? Rob Holding. I also have it for Matt's benefit and King's benefit because I know they're going to love seeing Holdini up there on screen. But in all seriousness, he's the one player that everybody is going to have a microscope on. He is supposedly the one great weakness in our team. He's the one weak link and the one bitch, the one player that everyone's going, oh no, it's Rob Holding. So for him to have a star player, he arguably has to have more weight and put in a stronger performance than anybody else. Because unless he is in the man of the match for this game, Everyone's just going to go, oh, it's only holding. Like he's going to get slaughtered unless he has a great performance. But in the same token, he can also save the game for us like he has done before. And someone asked me a very simple question a few days ago because I think about would you rather have Atkins at risk Saliba or not risk Saliba? If you risk Saliba in this game and we get through the game, grand, that's three points against Anfield that's, and against Liverpool, that's an Anfield that way. But what happens then if he's injured or if it recurs or flares up, then you lose him for the next seven or eight games. On um, Is it worth it then you have to have holding and everyone else will be pulling their hair out? Or have holding for this game, he puts in a strong performance, we get out with a draw or it's a bit shaky, but we get out with a win even. And then you have Saliba back in for the rest of the other seven or eight games, the other 
whatever it is, 27, 30 points that are up for grabs. So that's a very long-winded way of saying why Holding is my man, my star man. I hope that he has the performance of his life. We know he's got it in him. As you've mentioned, he's had that performance at Anfield. He's had two FA Cup final bossing victories. He's there, you know. And if he can just put in the job, which is to not make a mistake, that's that's all I want from Rob on Sunday. Just don't make a mistake. And if you do that, I'll be very happy with his performance overall. Just just do your job, defend the box, play it out to the midfielder, play it out to the fullbacks if necessary, and don't dive in or make a rash challenge or, you know, you know, allow the kind of the pressure of the game to get to him. If he does all of those things, I think he'll be absolutely fine. Um I've gone for Gabriel Martinelli uh, as my star man, which will now improve Kian and I. Main reason for this, I usually do Martinelli against Liverpool because I know going up against Trent Alexander-Arnold opens up a whole host of opportunities uh, for him. My team is exactly the same as the boys, by the way. Uh, Ramsdale, White, Holding, Gabriel, Partey, Odegaard, Xhaka, Martinelli, Jesus, Saka. Um, but yeah, I think Martinelli's got a great chance of coming in for this game and doing well. He likes the game against Liverpool. And Jesus, you know, obviously did play in that game earlier on in the season and uh, I believe won the penalty, did he not, um, that we eventually scored from through Saka. Thiago with that little clip. That's, I mean, of all the decisions we've had go our way or against us this season, that was probably the most fortuitous that we've had. Um, But uh, we'll see if there's any big decisions made at the weekend. Saka coming into things. The big question mark is obviously Trossard. Uh, Reason I'm not going for Trossard is because I think you can't drop Jesus after he scores two goals. It would be mad, in my view, to do that. And the only other player I think you take out for him is Martinelli. And I just think that Martinelli against Trent is a great scenario to throw him in for. Saka is obviously the starting right winger. I know Trossard's record against Liverpool is good. Scored a hat-trick earlier this season, I think, for Brighton at Anfield. Um, But for me, I I just think that him coming off the bench is going to be a great option. But what a great problem to have. The fact that we're having these discussions, especially about our front three, about who starts, is a really, really good place to be as a club. Uh, let's go to predictions then. Uh, Chatbox, it's time to get your scoreline and scorers in. Kian, we'll start with you. What are you going for? Uh, to be honest, Joe, I was in work today. And I was like, yeah, if, to be honest, it's one of those games, I'd say, 3-1 Liverpool because of the way it's been, the way the Anfield is. But I would do nothing more than a 2-0, 3-0 win for Ray Arson. Like, it's, it's one of those things that I... I'm praying, praying every day that we beat them, um, especially because all my friends and family are Liverpool. It's it's going to be a tough day for me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really think Martinelli will score. Um, I think, he, as you said, he will do a lot of things that will confuse Trent because he always seems to get into his head. And how perfect is it that we now have 65th minute? Martinelli comes off after driving Trent crazy, and on comes Trussard to do the exact same. It'd be brilliant. Um, so, yeah, no, I... You know what? Just for Joe as well, I'm going to do 2-1 Arsenal, Martinelli and Holding. Let's go. Lovely stuff. Joe? I'm going to take the wind out of that completely and go for a one-all. That's what I want. Uh, that's what I wouldn't... That's what well, I we want to, to win. I want the result. I want the result at Liverpool. (laughs) We have to finally get a result there. Like small baby steps. Um, Ideally, you know, we win seven, eight nil. We do to them what they did to United, 
and yeah. we never stop smiling. My neighbours are Liverpool fans, and I just can't wait for this dead silence. But I will take a 1-0. I will take a 1-1. I just want a result. By hook or by crook, just get a result. It's an interesting one, because I know I've said to a lot of people, would you take a draw? I was doing the podcast with Kai earlier on, on the Arsenal way, and he said that he would take a draw if I offered it to him now. And I said, I wouldn't. I really think we can win this game. I really think we can. And, I, you know, I predicted 4-1 Arsenal because I'm... <laughs> You know, I hope that that's the way forwards. I've got a thing of scorers now. Obviously, a Ben White screamer and a Rob holding one from a corner as well. Um, but uh, outside of that, Gabby Jesus uh, with another in Saka. Loves a goal in a big game. Loves a goal against Liverpool. Um, so why not uh, get on the score sheet again? But I do agree with Jason. The most important thing, I think, is to not lose the game. Make sure we don't lose. Uh, you guys in the chat box, what are you going for? Rancid says 2-1 Arsenal Martinelli holding screamer. Uh, Temi's going for a 2-2 draw, but I hope we win. Uh, John John says 4-0 Arsenal. Stephen says 1-0 Arsenal. Stephen uh, Hogger says 2-1 Arsenal. And uh, Nizakit says 2-0 uh, Martinelli and Saka. Uh, King's going for a 3-1 Arsenal with Martinelli, Jesus and Trossard with the goals. Alpha's going for a 2-1 Martinelli, Trossard from the bench. Ian's going for a 2-1 Arsenal. Come on, you Gunners. Let's just break this little hoodoo that we've got going on. Uh, Hugh May, uh, Merizier uh, says uh, Arsenal are going to win 3-2. Jesus with two. Martinelli with the other. US Arsenal fans going for a 4-1 Arsenal win. Uh, Zamir says 2-0 Bossard and Odegaard uh, on the scoreline. Uh, KW3 is going for a 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, Trossard assist to Odegaard to win it. Temi's going for a 2-2. Steve's going for a 2-2 as well. And Chris is going for a 2-1 Arsenal win. I'll see plenty more as well popping up in the chat. Great to see. There's a lot of positivity, which is good. A lot of realistic score lines, and just like me and Noah, some unrealistic score lines as well. But we can dream and we can pray that it wills itself into existence. Thank you, everybody that's tuned in to listen. Do drop a like on the video before you leave. It really does mean a lot and helps the channel out loads too. Thank you to my fantastic panel. Please do show them some love in the chat box as well. Kian, thank you for your time out as always. Tell people where they can find you. Cheers, thank you. Uh, yeah, on Twitter, I'm Reardon at Kean. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's not much you can really see on my Twitter. I just basically take as much uh, abuse towards Liverpool or every other club that I can. Um, also for Zamir, I do hope that Bellerin is better than Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, because I still love that boy. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, let's hope that we can win. Um, that's the main thing. Again, don't lose. And let's hope we get a parade at the end of the season, which would be great to get everyone together all in one pub and celebrate yeah. victory. Indeed. Maybe that would have to be the TGT meetup on the day of the parade. That'd be pretty great. Yeah. Um, Joe, thank you so much for your time. Great to see you again, my friend. It's been a while. Uh, tell people they can find you. Nothing's changed. Still no social media. Not going near it. So if you don't want me, you. find me in the Discord. So much better. Just Discord most days, not just because Tom's paid me to say this on Brandish's merch, but it is just a great place to be for fun, friends, and maybe more. There you go. There you go. Maybe more. I wonder who's managed to get maybe more. Uh, I wonder. <laughs> that would be a wonderful thing. A love story from the TGT Discords. You know, I reckon it's Dan and Ojo, you know, if anything. So, I think you're yeah. overselling it with love, mate. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time, as always. Uh, do drop a like, subscribe to the channel if you're new. Thank you for everybody helping us. Very close to 46K now, actually. I think we're on 45,900. So help us on our way to click over the next milestone. We really appreciate it. I'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, uh, for the next 8 a.m. show. So do join us then. And thank you to everybody that's tuned in live that don't usually have the time or the ability because they're sleeping to tune into our 8 a.m. shows. I'm trying to do more shows in the afternoons and evenings so we can get more people listening live. But thank you for tuning in. I'll speak to you soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.